Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Adeyemo. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you for the atmosphere of your presence. It's the moment, it's the hour we've been waiting for. It's the moment of destiny. Speak words of destiny into our spirit, man, today. Speak words of change and transformation. Open us up to hear you afresh. Open us up for the things of the spirit today. Let our lives never remain the same after this encounter. Let it be according to your predetermined counsel you have proposed for our lives, even before the world ever began. Thank you, Father, because there's going to be a shift in the realm of the Spirit today for us. Thank you because we have not gathered to an ordinary place, but unto Mount Zion this morning, to the city of a living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, to the church of the firstborn, to the spirit of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a better covenant that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Thank you, Father, Lord, because there will be a release tonight. There will be a release this morning to our spirit, man, that we will never remain the same after this encounter. Thank you, Father, for that which you have proposed to do in our lives today. We receive it with thanksgiving. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the people of God said, Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, what a day of joy. What a day of excitement. What a day of praise. What a day of glory. What a day of honor. What a day of celebration. What a day to be in the house and in the presence of God. I want to welcome you from all over the world, all our viewers, all the way from southern part of Africa, western part of Africa, from Europe, from Italy, from United Kingdom, from the United States from Canada here, northern part of Canada, Calvary, and also Winnipeg, Manitoba. I saw somebody from Winnipeg, Manitoba. God bless you real good. And also from the GTA here, from Windsor, from London, Ontario. We welcome also those who are all over the Niagara Peninsula, especially our local congregation here in the city of St. Catharines. You are all welcome to this anointed service this morning that will change your life forever. Remember, this morning, it's going to end in somebody's favor. Oh, I did not hear your amen this morning. I said it's going to end in somebody's favor this morning. God has brought a word for you. It's going to end in your favor. If you believe it, shout yes. Glory be to God. Quickly, before I go into the message, I want to remind you concerning this evening. It was a wild time last week in the night of possibilities because with God, all things are possible. With many, it may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. 
I want you to believe God this evening as we are going to be welcoming our young adults and young professionals and as many people believing God for the bone of their bone, flesh of their flesh, their spouses, I want you to make sure you tune in this evening at 6.30. Some words of destiny, some prophetic words and prophetic prayers will be uttered, declared, proclaimed over your lives. And also for those with families, we want to speak into the life of our children, speak into the life of our home, and speak into our marriages. Listen to me very clearly, you will not divorce. Many homes are at the bridge, at the edge of breaking up, at the edge of, uh, 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 of splitting, but we want to trust God tonight that everything that is making your marriage not to be like the marriage of the heavens on the earth, Indeed, that you will experience a turnaround in the name of Jesus. There will be joy in your home. Over the life of your children, you will secure their future. It shall be well with them. It shall, they will be all right. All the strange sicknesses flying around these days, none of it will come near them in the name of Jesus. We want to pray in those directions as the Lord has laid it on our hearts to do so. And those watching all over the world, please feel free to join us. You can partake and participate in that grace as well. And it shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. God is sending me this morning to declare, you to, to, declare to you today this prophetic word. God has anointed me this day to proclaim to you over your life, over your destiny, as one anointed of God to speak on behalf of men, even in the realm of a spirit, that this will end in your favor. I say it one more time. This will end in your favor. The message is titled this morning, it will end in your favor. It's a prophetic word. You need to agree with this statement coming from the throne room that this will end in my favor. If you believe it, say, I receive it. If you believe it, say, yes. What is this? This season will end in your favor. What is this? This pandemic will end in your favor. What is this? This contrary wind blowing all over the world is going to end in my favor. This setback will end in my favor. I want you to say this setback will end in my favor. This situation will end in my favor. This circumstance will end in my favor. This season of contradiction will end in my favor. Listen to me. No matter how tough, no matter how rough, no matter how life has been contrary to you, look right now. He has asked me to declare unto you this morning, it will end in your favor. I want to give you a few seconds to confess it, to profess it, to declare it, that it will end in my favor. Come on, begin to say it, begin to declare it over your life, over your household, what you are passing through, what you are going through, the contrary wind you are facing, that sickness, that disease, that situation, that setback, that business setback, that situation, say it loud. It's going to end in my favor. Life may not look like it now, 
Situation and circumstances may not look at it like it now, but according to Romans 8, 31, the word of God says all things work together for good for them that love God and are called according to his original intention. If you are called according to God's original intention this morning, lift up those hands one more time and shout it loud. This will end in my favor. You will see a better day. You are about to rise like never before. Your long-time faith project that has gone chromatose is about to see the light of the day again. Because God is for you. The Bible says, if God be for you, who can be against you? I say, God is on your side. Things you have not, things that you have believed God for a long time, that has not come to fusion, that has not come to pass, that you have not experienced what God has promised in this season is taking a turn in your favor. Things that you have believed God for that has experienced unnecessary delay will turn in your favor. That employment will turn in your favor. That delay in that employment will turn in your favor. In the name of Jesus, those closed doors against your love, those closed doors against your destiny, those closed doors against the opportunities that have been coming your way, in the name of Jesus, it will open of its own accord in this season because God has ordained it to turn to your favor. If you believe it, say it one more time. It will turn to my favor. That barrier against your next level is going to shift for you this day. In the name of Jesus, get ready. Things are about to turn for you. In the name of Jesus, they thought concerning Joseph. <laughs> they threw Joseph into the well, but there was no water in it. Why? Because before he was born, it had been ordained that it would turn to his favor. They thought to kill him. God interjected the thought. They changed their mind. Oh, many are going to change their mind concerning you. Why? Because it's going to turn in your favor. I speak over your life. I speak over your destiny. Everything turning against your favor, let it begin to turn in your favor. In the name of Jesus. Concerning David, the lion tried to stop him. But listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, the lion tried to stop him, but they could not stop his destiny. The lion came, he tore the lion. The bear showed up, tried to turn his destiny around, but he tore the bear. Goliath joined them. Listen to me. No matter what is trying to stop you, I declare you are unstoppable because it's turning in your favor. Before the foundation of the world, God has ordained it that everything, everything, listen to me this morning, everything is working together for your good. That well is working together for your good. That lion is going to work for your good. That attack is working for your good. That label and libel is working for your good. No matter what the enemy is throwing for you right now, it's working for your good because it shall turn in your favor. 
lift up your hands to, to heaven one more time and declare over your life. Everything is working together for my good. It's going to turn in my favor. If you believe it, shout yes. God will turn that downturn into a breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Oh, I've seen a few things in my life. I've seen it as a pastor. I've seen it as a as a, as a child of God, I've seen it as a human being walking on the surface of this earth that God can turn things in one's favor. I remember one of our students of late, what happened, she was in the third year in our university and it was as if all hell broke loose. Her father lost her job back in the country from where she came from to study. She's an international student. Her father lost her job. After that happened, as if that was not enough, the school, she, they couldn't get school fees to pay, so she had to redraw temporarily. It looked as if she wasn't going to make it anymore. But after a while, she prayed, took the principles of God's word. She has been learning in this great house, applied her faith, released her faith, trusted God. And what happened? Lo and behold, the father was reinstated because he was forcefully accused. They recalculated all the money they hold the father, including damages. Because when the restoration comes for you, when it is God, it's not the exact amount. It is the exact amount plus the restitution. Hallelujah. And what happened was that they paid the father back, they paid another lump sum, and it all was good. Tell somebody it's going to work together for your good. And before you know it, she graduated, before you know it, she's employed. She just told me a few days ago, she also got promotion in her place of work. I said, God will turn it around for you. It will end in your favor. That setback is not a setback for you. It's turning to your favor. If you believe that, say amen. God will give you a pleasant surprise. Hallelujah. So this morning, I want to answer a question for you. Pastor, I've heard you. It will turn in my favor. Pastor, I've heard you. You have spoken some promises of God that guarantees it's going to turn in my favor. But how will I know? How will I be convinced that this season, how do I know that it will end in my favor? How do I know this setback will end in my favor? How do I know that this stagnant situation will end in my favor? How do I know that this season will end in my favor? Do you know, Pastor, I'm at my last resort. I'm at my last savings. And it doesn't look as if the economy is going to open even in the nearest future. How is it going to turn in my favor? That is not your business. Your business is to believe God and let God do what he only knows how to do. And I see God step into the terrain of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Know these three or four facts today. Know it by revelation. Know it and know it again and again. That is going to end in your favor. Why? And how do I know it's going to end in your favor? Number one, because he has promised he will perfect all that concerns you. 
God is not a man that would lie. He's not the son of man that would repent. Has he said it? Will he not do it? Has he spoken? Will he not bring it to pass? He said, when men say there is a casting down, you should say there is a lifting up. I speak over your life. All the days of your life, there will be a lifting up for you. For his promise said in Deuteronomy 13, he said, ye shall be above only and never be beneath. Your place is amongst the high flyers. Come on, change location this morning. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 138 verse 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. That is the very first reason why I know that this situation you are passing through, this circumstance you are going through, this thing that the whole world is passing through, this lockdown, because it, there might be a lockdown, but your heaven is not locked down. I said your destiny is not locked down. I said you are not locked down. That is why I know that it will turn in your favor because he has promised he will perfect that which concerns you. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light, in whom there is no variableness, neither is there any shadow of turning. This is your God, ladies and gentlemen. You need to mark out in your life everything that you have considered a gift in this life from him. That should be good and perfect. Everything that is a gift from him should be good and perfect. If you have received anything from him and it is good, not perfect, or it is perfect, not good, or it is not good and perfect, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go to war and readjust it. Do not agree with anything that disagrees with the scripture over your life. Because the scripture is the final authority in the realm of the spirit. If you settle for less, it's your fault. I want to encourage you today with everything that is in within me. Do not settle for less. Being less is not the plan of God for your life. Settling for less is not the plan of God for your life. You must step out and fulfill destiny. Listen to me, the one that told you that he will perfect all that concerns you. He's not a man that would lie. He's not the son of man that will repent. Has he said it? Will he not do it? Has he spoken? Will he not bring it to pass? The Bible says every good and perfect gift is from him. So examine your life. Everything you have received as a gift. Your children are gifts. Are they good and perfect? If there is any imperfection you find in them, send that imperfection packing because it doesn't belong there. Are you listening? Because you have received the word today that this will turn in your favor. Oh, yes, it's going to turn in your favor. That house you received, that gift you received, is it your education that came as a gift? Is it your marriage that came as a gift? Everything in your life is a gift from him. Is your marriage not good and perfect? Listen to me this morning. You have the permission of God. You have the audacity of God. You have the backing and the authority of God to challenge those situations in your marriage. Whatever is negative, send it back in today. Why? 
you have a prophetic word for him that this will turn in your favor. That marriage is going to turn in your favor. Your finance is going to turn in, in your favor. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes in the journey of life, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't happen that way. Things don't come out good and perfect in the journey. So I challenge you today one more time to release your faith, to command all that is disobeying the word of God in your life to start complying. Everything that is disobeying the word of God in your life must start complying. Everything, no exception. So you are going to make a list, even after this service, of the gifts you have received. Is it your child? Is it your marriage? Is it your job? Is it your health? Because your health is a gift from God. And it's not good. Maybe your health is not good and perfect right now. Or maybe you are just in the realm of good, but it hasn't gone to perfection. You are still having a few things here and there. Mark it out. The word of God says every good and perfect gift is from God. Now I've received my health as a gift. Health, you haven't been perfect lately. Now comply with the word of God. You are going to release your faith on it and it must comply. Why? Because there is a word for you this morning. God is saying you announced to your world this morning that it will end in your favor. That health challenge is going to end in your favor. Are you listening to me? That child challenge is going to end in your favor. That marital trouble is going to end in your favor. That job situation is going to end in your favor. Oh, I say it's going to end in your favor. Come on, speak over your life. It's ending in my favor. It's ending in my favor. Say it like you mean it. Say it, it's ending in my favor. Say it to one or two, three people in your household. It's ending in my favor. Perhaps it's your employment. It's a gift from God. But it hasn't been good and perfect lately. Perhaps it's your marriage. It's a gift from God. You remember how you found each other? It was a miracle. But it's not good and perfect lately. You are at each other's throats. There's a word of knowledge now. There's a woman. Hallelujah. You are listening to this broadcast. You're a woman. God asked me to tell you, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up on your marriage. It's going to end in your favor. You need to hear this, say the Lord of hosts. It's going to end in your favor. In the name of Jesus. Perhaps it's your academics. Perhaps it's a cause that is put, put, proving difficult right now. Perhaps it's your admission that has been a gift. And you are coming to study this part of the world. And it's a gift, but the outcome has not been good lately. I challenge you to release your faith. That that which that you have received from God as a gift, that has not been good and perfect, will turn to becoming good and perfect. For God is saying to you this morning, and I re-echo his word over your life, that it will turn in your favor. If you believe it, say amen. Perhaps it's your home. Your home was initially good. Your home was a gift from God. 
You, perhaps it's your child, perhaps it's relationship, perhaps it's your current opportunities, perhaps it's your business, perhaps it's your finances. Whatever is listening, whatever is going on in your life, whoever is listening to me right now, I declare by the power of God's spirit, because good and perfect gifts come from him, it will end in your favor. I said it will end in your favor. If you believe it, shout yes. Number two, how do I know it's going to end in my favor? Because God is not a respecter of persons. God is not a respecter of persons. He's not a respecter of persons. Romans 2, 11 says, for there is no respect of persons with God. <laughs> He's not a respecter of persons. Acts 10, 34, then Peter opened his mouth again and said, of a truth I perceive that God is not a respecter of persons. Another translation says, God shows no partiality. That's why I know it's going to turn in your favor. Because God shows no partiality. Oh, I'm excited every time I read this scripture. He shows no partiality. He shows no partiality. You know what that means? If he has done it for one, he can also do it for you. I said God shows no partiality. If he has done it for one, he can also do it for you. He shows no partiality. The Bible says in verse 35, it says, but in every nation, so even the nation you live in does not matter. I know you are being here hearing me from the nations of the world today. It doesn't matter. Some people think, oh, only if I'm in North America before it can work for me. Listen to me. God chose no partiality. He says, but in every nation, whoever fears him, condition number one, if you fear him, if you reverence him, if you respect him, if you value his principles, if you hold him in highest, he says, if you fear him and you walk righteousness, and you walk with his righteousness, that is, you apply the principles of what Jesus has done on the cross. If you fear him, you reverence him, respect him, and you apply the principles of what Jesus has done, the implication of him going to the cross. He said, you are accepted of him. Any nation, fear him, walk his righteousness, you are accepted of him. My God, that gives you and my an open check. He's not a respecter of persons. He's not a respected, he's not a respecter of persons. Praise the Lord. I am accepted in the beloved. I am accepted. Glory be to God. Excuse me. It's going to end in my favor. I said, excuse me, sir. It's going to end in my favor. Excuse me, ma'am. This will end in my favor. Oh, I said it's going to end in my favor. How do I know it's going to end in my favor? My God is not a respecter of persons. He doesn't show partiality. If he has done it for one, he would do it for me. If he has done it for someone before, he would do it for me. And the Bible is full of a catalog of people that God has turned it in their favor. 
If he has done it for them, he will do it for me. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same God. He's alive forevermore. Oh, there is somebody under the sound of my voice hearing me. Get ready. I say get ready. It's going to end in your favor. In the name of Jesus. For this is your moment. This is your hour. This is your time in this journey in the name of Jesus. He's not a respecter of persons. He doesn't show partiality. He turned it for David. It ended in his favor. David's possession and family were all taken overnight. Everything he owned, everything he ever asked, asked, worked for was taken overnight. First Samuel 31. Praise God. And he went to God. He received grace for recovery. I see grace for recovery coming on somebody this morning. I see you recover all. I see you recover all. All those money you've lost, I see you recover all. All those, all those thing, goodies that you have lost, I see you recover all. All those properties you have lost, I see you recover all. All those investments you have lost, I see you recover all. All the goodies you have lost, I see see you recover all. He did not only recover all, he recovered all with extra. I see you recover more than you lost. In the name of Jesus, remember God is not a partial God. The same God who did it for David is able to do it for you. The same God who did it for men of old, he's able to do it for you. The God that turned it around for David, that he recovered all, even in the midst of him possible situation and circumstances. He recovered all. I see you recover all in the name of Jesus. In this season, I speak one more time over your life, it will end in your favor. In this pandemic situation, it will end in your favor. There shall be no loss in your life in the name of Jesus. The Shunammite woman was somebody he turned it for. The Shunammite woman had a situation very devastating. The person who led us, Dikinuche, in the Sunday school, referred to this woman. But what this woman kept on saying is that it is well, it shall be well, even in the season of contradiction, in the season that doesn't look as if anything will be well. She kept on agreeing. You see, the Bible says, he that feareth God. He that fear. Fear doesn't mean you are afraid. It means you reverence, you respect what he has said. You value what he has said. You value what he has done. Because this woman knew that it was going to end in her favor. She did not allow her current circumstance to dictate her future. What did she say? She said, it shall be well. When they still asked her that what is going on, she said, it shall be well. She did not change her language. Oh, I pray for you. Your language will not change. Your confession will not change. You can read the story where you get home in 1 Kings 4, 8, uh, 4 verse 8 to the end. Praise God. Because she knew it was going to end 
in her favor. Even in the middle of a storm, she did not change her language. I speak over your life in this season. It will end in your favor. The favor of God was on her to the point that that which she believed God for was given to her. Even though there were failure instances along the way, listen to me, that first setback does not mean God is not going to answer. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? She got her son back. Whatever is dear to you in this season, you will not lose it. I said you will not lose it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, affliction will not arise the second time. I say you will not lose it in the name of Jesus. Listen, God will use you to prove a point. He will use you to prove a point. You are a masterpiece. You are a piece of the master. He will use you to prove a point. In Acts chapter 3, there was a man at the gate called Beautiful. He was at the gate called Beautiful. His life was not beautiful. I'm sure people have been saying, in this beautiful gate, we should get rid of this man. He's spoiling the, the, the architecture. He's spoiling the ambience of this temple. He had a long-time problem that was not his fault. The Bible says he was lame from his mother's womb. Very complicated. No wonder nobody touched him. Because this was from his mother's womb. There was another time that people referred to somebody lame from the mother's womb to Jesus in the days of his flesh. In fact, the disciples asked Jesus, they said, who sinned? Was it his father? Was it the mother or who? Jesus said, none of them. It's for the Son of God to be glorified. God is saying, he was born so I can prove a point. Listen to me, that situation you are going through came because God wants to prove a point. Why? He's going to turn in your favor. I say he's going to use you to prove a point. God will use you to prove a point. He's not a man that would lie. He's not a respecter of persons. He does not matter how insignificant the society have been looking at you today. How irrelevant that they have been looking at you. Some of you come from homes, pedigrees, that they have looked down on you, that you can never become anybody in this life. Oh, they are in for a surprise because God is going to turn that very situation that they are looking down on you for, He's going to turn it around to your favor in the name of Jesus. Hey, I'm sure there is somebody hearing me this morning that you can relate your situation with this man. He could not move. They were probably saying they should move him away from there. His life does not represent the beautiful gate. Why should he be there? He's keeping you there to make a point. I say he's keeping you where you are to make a point. And see him. He's not a respecter of persons. Whether you are 
great, whether you are small, there is no one God can make a point of. He was looking for a wedding to attend in Canaan. He chose somebody's wedding. Why did he choose the person's wedding? He wants to make the person great. He wants to make a point. The Bible says that was the beginning of his miracle. Oh, what God has not done before, he will start it through you. Just to prove a point in the name of Jesus. He attended somebody's wedding. He removed shame from that life. He removed shame from that wedding. God is out to remove shame from your life. Just to prove a point in the name of Jesus. Number three. Number three. Number three. Why do I know that this will end in my favor? Because he will never put me to shame. Many people are not confident of this. They don't know that God is committed to their lives, that there shall be no shame. Romans 10, 11 says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. I want to ask you a question this morning. Do you believe in him? If you believe in him, shout yes. So that scripture is for you. If you believe in him, he says, as many that believe in him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. You are a person of authority. And because you have come, you have now accepted in the beloved, you are a child of God, listen to me. The word of God says you will never be put to shame. Psalm 25 verse 3, Psalm 25 verse 3, surely none who want, he says surely none who wait for him will be put to shame. You can't wait on God and be put to shame. The Bible says we waited on him, we looked unto him and our faces were enlightened and we were never put to shame. God is not a God that will shame his own. Isaiah 54 verse 4, do not fear for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth. Maybe you are here today. You have experienced shame before. And that is why you have been scared. You have a phobia for shame. Listen to me. The Bible says the shame of your youth is already erased. I say act on that. The shame of your youth is erased in the name of Jesus. Joel 2.26 says my people will never be put to shame. In case you didn't believe that, he repeated it in verse 27. He said, my people will never be put to shame. Announce to one or two people by your side, I can never be put to shame. It's not my fault. I cannot be put to shame. The one that I have believed in has assured me I will never be put to shame. There's no shame in your life. No shame in your destiny. No shame in your tomorrow. We are the people of his pastor. He said, my people will never be put to shame. Who are God's people? Psalm 95. Psalm 95 verse 7. He said, for he is our God. We are the people of his pastor and the sheep of his hand. We, who are the we? The children of the most High, The ones who have accepted him as their personal Lord and say, anyone under the sound of my voice going through issues, going through challenges, going through situations and circumstances, going through things that is making shame to knock on your door. Listen this morning to this sound of his voice. You have left all like the disciples. You have left all. You have put your, all your eggs in one basket. 
they have said it's not good to put your eggs in one basket, but you put all your eggs in one basket. You have risked all. You have put all your whisk out there, and you are wondering, oh, is shame going to swallow you up? In your life, listen to me, there shall be no shame. In your destiny, there shall be no shame. In your marriage, there shall be no shame. In your family, there shall be no shame. God has said it again and again. My people will never be put to shame. You will know no shame in the name of Jesus. Why will you not know any shame? Because that very situation is going to end in your favor. He has called you to glory and virtue, not to shame and defeat. I said he has called you to glory and virtue, not to shame and defeat. If you know that is you that the Lord is talking about, shout yes! Ezra 8.23 was talking about this wonderful man of God called Ezra. He was part of those that was part of a revolution in restoring Jerusalem. And while this was going on, he had spoken to the king about this restoration and he was to go. Then he went with a lot of things that were delegate, things that were pertaining to the temple of God, expensive things and on the route which they were going to take there were bandits on the way and because he has proclaimed the greatness of God what God has done in times past what God is able to do he was ashamed to go and ask the same king to support him or protect the goodies of his God's house. If he's a God indeed, can he not protect his own property? Why should we, you said he's the king of all kings, why should we, a natural king, be protecting the king of all kings? So Ezra said, no, it's not right. We have boasted. We have said our God is good and great. Perhaps you too, you have boasted to your unbelieving friend that God will get you out of this. God will see you through this. Then it is now time. You are not seeing any sign. You want to now go and meet your same friends. Please, is the Lord saying anything to your heart to give the boys? You want to go and ask. You see, it's a shameful thing. It's a shameful thing. And that's what I want to pray for you. You will not beg for bread. Your children will not beg. Oh, I said your children will not beg. You will not beg for bread. What you need to be the man whom God has lifted up his head, be that in the name of Jesus. Every supply you need, may God supply it in mysterious ways to you. In the name of Jesus, may your heaven never be short. May your life never lack supplies. May you have abundance to distribute and redistribute to your generation in the name of Jesus. Ezra now said, this is what we do. We are going to engage the supernatural. We are not going to the king to beg. 
Otherwise, they will give us and make jest of us. I say, he said his God protects. Don't mind him. He came just now to still ask for protection from my soldiers. They will not believe your story. Some of you are boasted about your God. And Robert is hitting the road now. Listen to me. Where you have testified of your God, you will know no shame there. I said, where you have testified of your God, you will know no shame in the name of Jesus. Your God will show up for you. Your God will show up for you. The Bible says we looked unto him and our faces were enlightened and we were never put to shame. There is no shame in your life. That test will become a testimony in the name of Jesus. That trial will bring you a trophy in the name of Jesus. God has promised that it will help you. Isaiah 41 verse 3. He said it will help. He's the one that said it. He will help. Before you need help. Before you ever needed help. He has said he will help you. Oh thank you father. Oh thank you father. 41 verse 2. For he made him rule over his kings and so on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's just quickly take. Uh, let's quickly take. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands to heaven. Lift up your hands to heaven. I just want you to want to pray over you. Amen. He said, I will help you. He said, I will help you. He said, I will help you. I will uphold you. He said, with my victorious right hand of righteousness, he's going to help you. Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10. Can we quickly turn there? Isaiah 41.10. He said, fear not. I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. And I will uphold thee with my right hand of righteousness. Lift up your right hand to heaven. The Bible says, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Father of light, in whom there is no variableness, neither is there any shadow of turning. I speak over your hands right now. I speak that these hands you have lifted up to him, these hands will never go down. God will help you. The hand of God will come upon these hands you are lifting up. And this hand and his victorious right hand of righteousness will give you victory in every battle in the name of Jesus. Because he's saying over your life you will know no shame. These hands you are lifting will never put you to shame. Every time these hands are put to use, the Bible says concerning your hands, what things soever you lay these hands upon will prosper. I speak prosperity. I speak victory. I speak success to your hands in the name of Jesus. These hands will know no shame. These lives will know no shame. There shall be no shame for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. He says, I am the Lord, and I change not. He will take all your troubles away and turn them into trophies in the name of Jesus. I am the Lord, I change not, says the Lord. 
I and my father, we are one. Because he doesn't change, because he's a God that will not put shame on his people, receive grace right now to always be shame exempt everywhere you go and turn. Oh, I sense a heavy anointing that you will not be put to shame. Oh, the enemy thought he will put you to shame. He thought it for evil, but God has turned it for your good. In this season, listen to me. It will turn in your favor. It will turn in your favor. It will turn in your favor. The God that turns captivity around will turn it in your favor. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. How do I know it's going to end in my favor? Lastly, this morning, number four, I know it will end in my favor because God is with me. Because God is with me. Because God is with me. Oh, beloved, we need to be conscious of all these things I've shared. Reasons we know is going to end in our favor. Number one, he will perfect all that concerns you. Number two, he's not a respecter of persons. Number three, he will do what? He will never put you to shame. And number four, God is with me. Come on, say it loud. God is with me. Oh, you need to say it more and more. Often and often. He said he will never leave you nor forsake you. Have you heard that before? He said he will never leave you nor forsake you. He said in Isaiah 43 verse 2, when you pass through the waters, he is there. When you pass through the fire, he is there. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The Bible makes us to understand concerning Jesus, 1 Peter 2, 19, that he left for us an example that we follow in his steps. God wants us to follow in the steps of Jesus. And the Bible says in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, that he went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, because God was with him. The Bible says he left for us an example that we follow in his steps. So God was with him is what makes the difference. Do you live in the consciousness of the fact that God is with you? Do you stay in the consciousness of the fact that God is with you? Do you stay with the consciousness of the fact that God is on your side? Do you live in the consciousness of the fact that God is in you, he's with you, he's upon you? Jesus is our perfect example. Jesus is our perfect example. God is always with him. And I want you to know that God has said concerning you and I, he will never leave you nor forsake you. When you pass through the water, he's there. When you pass through the fire, he's there. It will not drown you. When even the rivers come, it will not drown you. Praise God. So how do I know it will turn in my favor? Because God is with me. God cannot be put to shame. God cannot be drowned. The fire cannot burn him. God will always be by my side. He said he will never leave me nor forsake me. So I know of an assurity that it will turn in my favor. The Bible says in Psalm 114, when, Psalm 144, sorry, when mountains saw him, 
they skipped like ram. When Hill saw him, they skipped like small rounds. They say, Oh earth, what is your problem? Why are you trembling? He said, Oh earth, tremble at the presence of God. When God is with you, his presence is there. That is why I know this will end in your favor because God is with you. If you believe that this morning, lift up your hands and stand on your feet wherever you are, that God is with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lift up your hands to heaven and just begin to thank God. Begin to thank him. Yes, Lord. Thank you. What a word this morning. What a word that God is with me. What a word that I will not be put to shame. What a word that it will perfect that which concerns me. What a word that my God is not a respecter of persons. If he has done it for one, he will do it for me. Thank you, Father. Come on, give him praise, give him glory. Not yet. Give him praise, give him glory, give him praise, give him glory, give him praise, give him glory. Randa da 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 li de gebo sata, unde gema soto lema, bron de gebo shiteleba, brain de gebo, brain de gebo, brain de gebo, handa la balu soto royema riyama kaba, bron de gebo, shanta laba, ron de gebo, handa la bali setereyema kaba, unde gema riyebo seteleba riyama sonto. Bradi gelede ge Maria masoto, ha 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 ha. Yes, Lord, we receive with thanksgiving that which you have in stock for us. We receive your prophetic word. The Lord God Almighty, it is going to turn in our favor. It's going to turn in our favor. This will turn in our favor. This season will turn in our favor. This challenge will turn in our favor. This wind of contradiction will turn in my favor. Thank you, Father. Oh, I receive grace. I receive grace this morning for it to turn in my favor. It's turning. It's turning around. Things are turning in my favor. We are coming through. We are coming out of this strong. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Just want to minister to one or two people quickly. Perhaps you're here on this platform and you have sickness in your body. You have heard the word of God that this will turn in your favor. I want you to lay your hands on your head or your heart and speak over your life this prophetic word that this sickness you are going to end in my favor. It's for such a day like this. Because I've got a prophetic word that is going to end in my favor. Sickness, you hear the word of God. Mention the name of the sickness. Today is your last day in this body. It's your last day. Speak to it. It's your last day. You aren't going to see it anymore. This sickness, I'm not seeing you anymore.
right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says even strangers will hear my voice from their hidden places. I speak to everybody right now that have their hands laid on their chest as a point of contact. I release the healing anointing, the healing power of God, even through this media. I release it into your homes right now, into the atmosphere of where you are right now. The healing anointing flows from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. And everything that is not of God planted in that body, every spirit of infirmity, I command you, out of that body in the name of Jesus. Oh, Shakala Tikereyetekemo and Labalu Soto. Out of that body in the name of Jesus, and I mark that body with the blood of a lamb. I decree and declare that sickness is no more permitted in that body as from today henceforth in the name of Jesus. There is somebody even online right now. This sickness has caused you shame. God says you will shame no more. In the name of our Lord Jesus, that chain is broken off your neck. That chain is broken off your life. You will be sick no more. In the name of Jesus, I see someone with arthritis in the leg. Yes, it's being set free now. In the name of Jesus, somebody with a heart condition, you are being set free right now in the name of Jesus somebody with a blood condition God is healing you ear condition God is healing you right now in the name of Jesus malfunctioning in the brains God is putting it in order in the name of Jesus in chemical, chemical balance, unbalanced chemicals in the body. Yes. Rombo Soko. Everything in right proportions now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m and 10.45 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead, and God bless you.